Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Giants are coming off a worse week than Harvey Weinstein. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20, they're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare chested. Somebody stop Look that out, man. Here comes the... Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five eighths? Or... But why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56 yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Honey, I Covered the Spread. We went all of last year fully without missing a single week of podcasting. This year, it took one week to miss Mm -hmm. a week. We missed week Mm -hmm. two. Sorry, everybody. I, I was thinking we blame it on a technical issue or something like that, but the listeners don't deserve to be lied to. It was just a scheduling conflict. The good news is, though, Foley, you mm-hmm. tweeted your picks out and went four and two again. So maybe we're okay right now. Yeah, it, it's um hand up. I'll take the blame for this one. I had a, a wedding in New Mexico. Um, folks, let's just say uh, we have not been correctly factoring in altitude in Denver because I'll tell you one thing. Literally going up a flight of stairs, you feel like you're going to pass out. Um, I think we all, you know, you haven't been to Denver, right? You haven't been anywhere high altitude? No, I, I told you. I climbed to like almost the base of oh, Mount right. Rainier, bro. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so, okay, maybe, maybe you didn't know. You just didn't You didn't fill me in. Well, no, well, no, it, well uh, I mean, I was there for an hour. You were there for four, four or five right. days. But right. for, every, for everybody listening, so fully went to Santa Fe for a wedding. Santa mm-hmm. Fe is almost 7,200 feet in the air. So that mm-hmm. is almost 2,000 feet higher than Denver, which is just insane. People, people don't realize that. Um, I was aware, didn't think anything of it. And I, I guess first off, uh, shout out Brie and Jay, the, the lovely couple that got married. Yep. Um, I, I don't think they listened to this pod, but if they do, shout out. It was a very nice time, very good wedding. But I do have a story, just a, a quick one here. Cash bar? First or... night, it was uh, open. It was open. Very nicely done. Um, I also got to wear a tux, which is pretty cool. Um, like a, like the classic black and white one. Um, so that was pretty cool. But anyways, first night, right? So with the altitude, you're dehydrated. Uh, you can get altitude sickness, which is like dizzy, nausea, all that. Uh, he warned me. Jay warned me. He was like, you know, be careful with the altitude. Um, a, you you can get drunk quicker. Hangovers are worse. Oxygen, you know, the whole nine yards. Didn't listen the first night. Drank, you know, all that stuff. And woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. And brother, I almost fainted. I ended up laying on the bathroom floor for probably 30 minutes uh, debating if I should yell for help <laughs> because I think I was so dehydrated. I stood up and like, you know, I mean, you seem like a guy who might faint from time to time, but it, uh, it, it, it I was very close and ended up laying on the bathroom floor, probably like 20 yards from the room. There's a hallway and I had to army crawl back to the bedroom and I started chugging waters while sitting on the ground, uh, made it through it credit to me. But like I said, I, on that flight home, I just couldn't stop thinking about how 
you know, we give Denver home field advantage just because like I, I do, but at the same time, I never understood why I think I have a better feeling of it. And I guarantee I don't lose a single bet involving Denver for the rest of the year. That's my right, guarantee. Listen, we're going to, we're going to hold, we're going to hold you to that. I, I, cause I, I think I had a pretty good idea of it, but now that you spent four days in, in, in the high altitude with less, you know, oxygen available, I think we're ready to go here. And the fact so that you, you think, what? I'm sorry. Do you think like when you, do you know the science behind it? So if you like do Denver players, you just get used to it. Yeah. You get used to it. Wow. So like, that's like when you see like those athletes too, wearing like those, that Bane mask and like running on yeah. treadmill, it's just yeah. taking off. It's so when you go higher, like in the higher altitude, there's less pressure. So there's less oxygen available. Right. But you, you eventually get used to it. So your body, I guess, uses like technically less oxygen. Huh. And yeah, so that's, that's why they do it. But yeah, it's, it's a big advantage if you're used to it there. Yeah. I, I, I can't emphasize or I can't stress that enough. We need um, a team in Santa Fe. I think that's just, that's just what yeah. I got out of this. Well, where my mind went, and then we'll, we'll get into the games here, is, you know, there are colleges in New Mexico. University of New Mexico, New Mexico State. I have never once heard anyone handicap, and I listen to a lot of college football podcasts. Never have I heard someone reference the altitude there in New Mexico. You hear it all the time with Denver, right? Anytime there's a Broncos home game, you hear about it, but you never hear it with anything um, New Mexico related. So that is a, um, that is a great point. And I didn't right. even go there because I don't really bet college football, but that is a great point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's um. Something to keep an eye out for. But uh, if a team ever goes there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I guess as far as the weekend, give me give me your thoughts on, on what happened last weekend. I was on a plane. Okay. So, well, winners and losers, right? I think you got to get win- winners to the Jets, the Dolphins, the Cardinals. Eagles and Bills, I'd say – I don't know why I'm giving you five winners, but there's five winners of the uh, of the weekend. Jets had just a miraculous recovery against the Browns, who somehow just don't really want to win. Dolphins put up two or three, four touchdowns in the fourth quarter against Baltimore. That Everything I said about that Baltimore defense in the preview pod, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vegas sucks. Las Vegas, more like Las Vegas, mm-hmm. L-O-S-S. Um, they took a complete dump on the field. The Bills looked – I don't know how you beat the Bills. I don't – so that's a win for them because I don't know how you beat them. The Eagles look great against Minnesota. Um, Jalen Hurts looks like the real deal, so let's see if he can keep that going. But I, I really like what they're doing. And he is so good as a runner. It's just – it's. It's it's kind of crazy, but yeah. So that, that would be the winners losers. Obviously, Browns probably. Um, but the Panthers losing the Giants. They didn't convert a third down in the second half. Like that is so mm. brutal. Um, Pittsburgh looks awful on offense. Just really bad. Um, and then the holy shit, Kirk Cousins in prime time, man. It, it it reared its ugly head again. And for. For everything the Eagles did well, it's just Kirk Cousins looks like a like a a deer in the headlights with, on on any primetime broadcast. I mean, I don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. 
And actually, shout out to Detroit as well. That offense looks like it actually knows how to do stuff. Defense, not so much, but. Yeah, yeah. I uh, So the only games I got to watch were, um, I caught the Cardinals Raiders, believe it or not. I was able to figure that out on the plane. Um, that's a discussion for a different time. The, the How to figure out Wi-Fi on a plane is just an absolute nightmare. Uh, the Monday night games I watched, uh, you know, not much to really add there to what you said. Eagles uh, dominated. Uh, Vikings were not as good as people thought after week one. Uh, I think a lot had to do with there was a lot of hype around the Vikings and O'Connell being a McVay guy, you know, kind of, you know, reinventing that offense. And I think week one, he probably showed a lot because that Eagles defense seemed to be, a, a, you know, they knew what was coming. It felt like every single play. Yep. So Darius Slay, especially Darius Slay was running the routes for, uh, for Justin yeah, Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was very bizarre. I mean, the, the, the fadeaway passes, the fadeaway shot jump shots from Kirk cousins were, was very bizarre. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I don't think, I think that was kind of, I wouldn't put too much. How do I want to say that? I don't, I wouldn't, expect the offense you know i i don't think they're that bad i think uh it has a mixture of kirk cousins on prime time like you said and then also just the fact that i think they showed a lot week one uh on the road in philly on a monday night is just a very hard place to play as well so oh, yeah we'll and home, home opener too like they got punched in the mouth yeah. and they couldn't really yeah. they didn't really run it with dalvin cook which is you know pretty pretty big for the success with the play action and whatnot so i'm not looking too far into it either it was just you know it's it's just Yin and Yang, right? I mean, week one they look great against the Packers, and then they come to the Eagles. It was the home opener prime time, though, so right. I think uh, O'Connell will will definitely adjust. So, out of everything, I guess the only take I have uh, is regarding the Cardinals, and I watched that entire game for the most part. One thing I noticed: Tyler does not look to run until it's absolutely necessary. He, through three quarters, they were, you know, let me pull up the box over here. I, I want to say they were borderline shut out. They had seven it's points. Seven. They were shut out in the first half. Seven. So maybe the end of the third he start, is when he started moving around. But he was straight up just a pocket passer for the first first half uh, for sure. And then most of the third quarter. And it wasn't until the end where he really start, tried to move and he was making things happen. So that's interesting. I would have to think that's a game plan thing to keep him healthy. Uh, I don't know if it's from the coaching staff, if it's a personal thing uh, or, you know, whatever it may be. But that's something I know. It was very obvious, especially with those plays at the end. It was incredible. He was Superman at the end. And it was like, where the where the fuck was this guy? Uh, along with that, Cliff Kingsbury is clearly holding him back, I want to say. Mm-hmm. it's. Um, I don't know if you saw that end of game management. He did everything he could to not win that game. Yep. It, it was wild. Him and A.J. Green both. A.J. Green is so dusty. Uh Dropped a few passes. If without Kyler, it was one of the probably my quarterback. I know two had a great game. Probably the best performance of the weekend was, in my opinion, considering I watched three games. It was probably what Kyler did. Uh-huh. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if people thought that across the entire slate. It was not Justin just Fields. End. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that that end game was was nuts. But yeah, great game. The uh, Hunter Renfro fumbling twice was pretty funny to me. <laughs> uh, just because like. He's so scrawny and like he just looks like a guy who would fumble. It looks like you know, you know the jokes with him. I, w- I don't think it, you know, you know. Yeah, it was just hilarious that it happened on two. It was, it was yeah. two straight plays or like there was one play in between. It's just like, all right, man, like, 
Right, exactly. <laughs> like, so that, that was very funny. The but uh, yeah, uh, that, that that was it, really. The thing with them, Cliff sucks. Kyler, I think, is very, very good and probably better than what most people think as of right now. I think people are down on him after the way last year ended. But I truly think that's more of a Cliff Kingsbury thing. And hopefully he's gone soon. I do think this year is going to kind of go downhill for the most part. So hopefully he's gone. They fire him and we can see Kyler with a, a real offensive mind, not some, you know, bad college coach who was promoted early. Uh, but besides that, I mean, you know, you want to talk jets at all. I obviously I had jets plus seven uh, on the plane probably deserved a push I would say and when the Browns got the ball back with the amount of time they did I was like all right just run it out no long runs and they were just banging out chunk plays and you were giving me the updates that they were running out of bounds and then Chubb actually has the the most um I don't see how many Chubb has the most uh viral play where he ran it in from the 12 instead of going down at the one yard line why is no one talking about Kareem Hunt going out of like what Kareem Hunt was doing was way worse than what Chubb did. Chubb had like a yard to like kind of like with defenders yeah. around him. Yep. Yeah. So to, like die down, dude. Like, I, I, dude. I agree with you. Yeah. It was an awkward play. Like it wasn't as like he just like, you know, he had 10 yards to slide. He would have had to stay in bounds, cut in, and like he could have done it. And you know, but I, I, I think the thought process was there for him. I think he was just like, fuck it. Like, you know, it, it was it was not it, it wasn't as um clear cut as I think he's getting blamed for no because and you're right he had it was I think it was from the it was it was from the 12 or the 11 I think it was the 12 but anyway he had like a yard and a half to go down before the end zone that's not easy no and you have and all these guys, guys around coming, him when he broke like two tackles so he had all the guys behind him so he's like yeah he had I mean it, it's not his fault that the extra point was missed and then the, mm-hmm. on the second play of the next possession, the defense had a complete breakdown, and Corey Davis went for 66 yards. It's not his yes. fault. They couldn't recover an onside kick when onside kicks since the new rules are shooting at a 10% clip. It's, right. it's not right. his fault. The Jets just marched down like 50 yards. It, it, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, I, I get that the game would have been over, but also Kareem Hunt ran out of bounds two or three times. And he did it before the two-minute warning on the last rush was just just insane to me. Wild, wild, and no one's talking about that. No, and he didn't even and try to get out of bounds. So, like, I mean, I inbounds. He, he didn't even try to come down inbounds. Right, and I do want to preface. I do, I do think Chubb should have went down. I, I guess I do want to circle back to that. I do think he should have he should have made the effort to get down, and that game's over. He did it last However, year, too, which, is, which people yeah. were pointing out, but it's like that was a lot different because he had all that time and space to think about it. And he already had a first down. This was right. a lot less of a, uh, cause you, you don't get that first down, right? You go second and one. It's a two minute right. war and clock stops. You don't get two stops. I, I mean, you kick the field goal, right. And they probably have about, what is it? 40 seconds left to get two scores. So, I mean, yeah, I, I see that too, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. He's one of many to blame though, because Kareem hunt, I think deserves more blame than him. Uh, and then Denzel Ward, uh, you know, we've talked about it. It's he tried to jump a route up 13 with, with a minute 45 with, with no one, no help clearly behind him. He lets Corey Davis, the, the, the ghost of Cor- the former top pick Corey Davis get behind you for 70 yards. Also, I don't know it's, what's, I don't know what that safety was doing. Uh, I yeah. think it was uh, Del, Del Pitt. I think he was, he, he was shadowing, uh, 
if I remember correctly. I think Wilson was was in their heads. I mean, dude, Corey Davis sucks. I, I think he was the last guy they would expect to to be the one going deep. Uh, Wilson was, I think, was coming across I the middle. I don't, I, I don't care, but, man. Go, no, I agree. I, I it's I, it's crazy they did that. It was wild. The whole thing was just. And, and none of them ran after him either. No. Like they, they all just they were just jogging. It's like, all right, a minute 30, we're gonna get the onside kick. I would not yeah. be happy if I was a Browns fan. <laughs> That's uh fair. I to think say that goes without saying. Yeah, I don't think I need to say yeah. that, but um but all right, I probably deserved a push. Ended up, I mean, they won outright, which was wild. Uh the missed extra point, it would have been it would have I'm happy they won, but it would have been really fun if they would have won for by two. six because of the extra point. Oh. Um, from a gambling perspective, yeah. Uh, but I'm happy. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But all right, let's do all this right. thing. All right. So we're moving on. Just a little housekeeping before we move on to week three. Mm-hmm. Um. So far this year, favorites are seventeen and eleven, straight up. But underdogs are seventeen and eleven against the spread, so it's perfectly balanced there. Um, okay. unders are 29 and one and they're six and one in prime time. Mm. So just a couple stats there to uh, get us going there. But, uh, well, yeah, right. so let's move on to week three. Yeah. So it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's particularly, um, pretty card. No, but it's from a gambling perspective. Uh, I love spreads of three or less. I mean, you got a lot of those this week based on what I'm looking at now. And I, there's nothing worse than when you get the last, last week sucked from a gambling perspective where it was just a bunch of 10 point, uh, felt like a lot of uh, heavy favorites. That those are just, that all just stopped playing in the second half, which is just crazy. Yeah, exactly. But let's start with Thursday night, tomorrow night, Cleveland hosting Pittsburgh. I believe is Watt out for sure. Yes. Yeah, Watts out. He's, out for, and I he's think, out for a little bit. He's not coming back for the Jets either. I think he's out. It was like four to six or something. Okay. And I maybe. think, and I want to say that um, Miles Garrett is out now. Clowney. Or he, he's questioned. He, oh, Clowney. Is that what it is? Yeah, Clowney. Um, Clowney forgot. To, he forgot. Clowney's not. Did you, oh, you didn't see the broadcast. <laughs> Clowney like rolled his ankle. And then, yeah. like, they go to commercial break, and then they come back, and they're like, let's send it down to the um, sideline reporter. And uh, she was like, yeah, just an update on Clowney's ankle. Um, he is expected to come back um, on the next drive, whatever. And then they they just cut to him running on the sideline, and he literally looks like he needed a cane, like he can't run. And then the next drive, she comes back. She's like, yeah, um, he's not coming back in. <laughs> <laughs> we, we fucked up. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I think it's. Let me just check Miles Garrett real quick. But I know. Yeah, here we go. Kevin Stefanski on Coach's show on nine. Uh, Miles Garrett's status for Thursday versus Steelers. We'll see. He did not practice with a neck injury on Thursday. When asked follow up on whether he's confident about Miles' status, he said, We will see. So okay. they might be without both Clowney and Garrett. Browns are laying four and a half, and the total is 38. They are expecting 20 mile per hour winds. And we say that once you get above, I. I want to say it's 10, 15 miles per hour. That's when it really starts affecting things. Might just ride the under. What do you think? It's in Pittsburgh, right? Because Clowney's definitely out. No, Cleveland. Oh, it's in Cleveland? Yeah. I feel like that Cleveland wind just whips, man. 
Um, I'm the worst yeah. Thursday night football better ever. So just, I want that known now that if I just avoid, I have a pretty good hit rate on this podcast and I'm pretty sure if I just avoided Thursday night altogether, it'd be like, you know, an all time percentage, but yeah, I, I, the only thing I would bet in this game would be the under, I, I don't want to take yeah. a side at all. The, the Steelers look so bad. They really do. Like I, I'm wondering how I'm figuring if, they don't win this game and like the offense looks bad, which I am expecting it to. I would think they go to pick it next week with 10 days to prepare because mm-hmm. I don't think Trubisky's it. And I don't even really think it's his. They're all complaining about the offensive coordinator saying he's just. And he's been bad for a while. Yeah. It's uh sorry for the background noise, everybody. Someone with a small dick is just revving their engine. <laughs> um, Yeah. They're all complaining about him. He's been there a while. So. I don't think it's really Trubisky's fault, but yeah, I could see them switching a picket after this uh, this week just because they have you know a couple extra days. I, especially with that win that you just said, yeah, I, w- I would lean under here. Um, it's just, it's such a low number, but you don't really. Exp- I don't think the Steelers are going to score much, even even if Garrett is out. I, I don't think that they they just look so bad. On the other end, I mean, Brissett actually looked pretty good with Amari Cooper and uh, and Joku, but I, I don't know, man. I, I I would I would go under, but I think it's gonna be an ugly, ugly game. It's an ugly Thursday night game. Yeah, I like I said, under pass. I, I would lean Steelers. Seems like a lot of points for the, that Brown would seem to be laying, especially yep. if both Garrett and Clowney are out. But uh, yeah. Under a pass for me. Yep. Agreed. On to Sunday. We got New England, now one and one, bounce back after losing week one to Miami. Uh, they are catching two and a half currently. Baltimore will be visiting them, and there's a total of 43 and a half. You got anything here? I do not. I Do you have anything? Do you have any picks? So that Baltimore uh, defense is banged up. Will New England be able to take advantage of it? Uh, I think so i just new england's a tough team to read this year. yeah they, like, they're home they stink. So. yeah i'm pretty sure they stink but and mobile qbs typically give belichick a, a hard time that's typically you know that's like his one downfall if you will that style so it feels like the line might be a little short for baltimore but I don't know, man. They how's Baltimore feeling after that loss last week? I can't imagine uh, they're happy about it. No, they're <laughs> not fired up. Enough. Lamar Jackson's uh, he had like a uh, like a shooting sleeve on his on his right arm at practice today, which okay. could be a little concerning. Harbaugh said it was just you know regular soreness, but that could be a little concerning. Um, and and he looked very good to be honest against the Dolphins defense, but mm. yeah, I, I it's it's hard to read the Patriots. I don't think you can really read people coming off uh, playing against the Steelers. No offense to them, so I, I have no idea what what's going to happen here. Yeah, no, I I agree. It new uh, Baltimore has not looked good through two weeks, in my opinion. The offense, I mean, they looked good last week, right? It, it's just 
I don't know. It's a weird game, man. The eighty-one percent of the bets are on Baltimore. That scares me because it does feel like it should be. It should be three. It feels like under yeah. three. You know, it feels like you're asking Baltimore to just beat New England, but mm. I would almost lean over here because I don't think both we saw Baltimore's defense is probably bad. I mean. The Jets should have put – I know the Jets scored nine points against them. They should have put points up against them, too. They had two fumbles in the mm-hmm. red zone. Michael Carter dropped a touchdown. I mean, they should have put points up against them, too. And then the Dolphins dropped a 40 spot, whatever they did. So, as bad as we think New England's offense is, should be able to still put up points. And I don't think New England's defense is that good. So, I would lean over here, but I, I, I am not touching this spread at all. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. New England dominated Pittsburgh. I know the final score didn't show it, but they they were in control of that game the whole time for 60 minutes. Yeah, I, I would lean over with you as well for, for that same reasoning. It's just, you know, New England. What's the weather looking like over there? No, it's going to be beautiful. 70 and sunny. So, Very nice. Hey. Maybe take maybe take a little ride on that over, kid. Very nice. I, I mean, Baltimore's averaging thirty-one a game. New England's averaging twelve. All right, so there's some work to be done. There you but... go. <laughs> on to a, a good number, game. Vegas. <laughs> we got Miami hosting Buffalo. Miami is catching six with a total of fifty-two and a half. All right. I love the Bills. Mm. I love the Bills. Mm. Oh, all right. They also this is probably the game of the this this is the game of the week, right? I know it's in Miami. I know it's in September. I know it's gonna be hot and humid and all that. Yada 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 yada. Bills are on a short Green Bay Tampa. Green Bay Tampa. Okay, yeah, that could be a decent one. Okay. But go on. Um, I just I think the Bills have like covered. Their last 15 wins, I think, have been by double digits. That's wins. That's not losses. Um, I just – I can't see anybody – as I said earlier, I can't see anybody stopping them. When when Diggs and, and Josh Allen are like this, it's just – it's just impossible. And let me hit you with some stats here for Josh Allen. Last seven games against Miami – He's won, and he's averaging 19.3 points differential. The Ravens' defense can't cover anybody. The Bills' defense will cover people. How many I mean, how many touchdowns did Tyreek Hill have against Baltimore? There's two, I think, if he's wide open, right? I don't think yeah, the Bills are going to let you, that happen. You can't – I don't know if anyone can cover Waddle and Hill. I'm not asking, well, like, to cover him, but, like, just have somebody behind <laughs> him so he has to beat somebody on his way to the end zone. Keep them underneath. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay, okay. I I just think the Bills are a juggernaut right now. I don't think they're going to take their foot off the gas here, and I think it's just going to be. I I would think it's high scoring, but I, I do like the Bills to cover a touchdown. I'm leaning Dolphins, dude. Ninety and humid. You know how that 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 works down in Miami early in the year on that sideline. Gabe Davis is he? I'm sure. I'm assuming he's questionable. If he doesn't play, I, I do like Miami. I don't care if he's there. It's uh, 
you know, we've seen Buffalo beat down on LA. We've seen them beat down on, well, that was with Gabe Davis, but then they we see him beat down Tennessee, who was just absolutely horrible. So going to Miami, that, that Miami, Miami offense, I'm not saying can keep up with Buffalo, but it can clearly appear to hold its own at the very least. So six points seems seems generous, right? I think the the tax the tax with Buffalo is here, right? That yeah. that that's that's an inflated line for a team going to my a two and zero Miami team. However, I'm not rushing to get in front of that train, so I'm not going to have a play in it. But I would I would lean Miami, and if it picks up to six and a half, and I can get to seven. I have to take Miami getting seven at home, you know. But uh, yeah. So you're you're gonna lock, you're gonna lock up Buffalo. Yep, I'm on Buffalo. Okay. Fair I, enough. I I just Dolphins have played the Patriots and the Ravens. Ravens defense is awful. Patriots offense is awful. They haven't really Fair. played. They have eight touchdowns this year, and half of those were in the fourth quarter against the Ravens. So I, I'm not sold on them. Buffalo has beaten the Rams at the Rams. They've just absolutely almost ended the the Titans franchise. It, it, I just love them right now. I just love them right now. How much better are the Rams Titans right now than the Pats Ravens? Well, I think the Rams are. Rams should have lost think the Falcons last week. I should have lost as a strong one. I think they took the foot off the gas, but they, I mean, they, they, they were dominating the first half and they just kind of let the foot off the gas, but. Oh, I, I think they're better than that. I, Miami dominated the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you know what, what can you um, do? What can you yeah, do? Yeah, fair. I really like McDaniel, though. He seems like he knows. I do too. But he, he ran a he nice. ran a stick nod out of the end zone that I was just like, I don't know how you run that play out of that end zone, but I think Jalen Waddle got sixty yards on it, so good for him. Took took balls. Yeah. Also, the the Waddle dance is all time. Unbelievable. He's him. Yeah, he is. He is. He out of everyone who's been saying it, he is him. The dance is unbelievable. <laughs> Moving on to the real game of the week, Cincy. Little uh, flashback to last year, visiting the Jets, laying five. That seems short to me, and there's a total of forty-five. Burrow has looked horrible. Yeah, offense has not looked good at all, and the defense has not at least yet kind of found that magic that they had last year. Yeah. What do you got here? I'm, I'm not, I'm not chomping at the bit to take any side on this one spread or uh total. I think teams have been able to get pressure on, on Cincinnati and it is that that was Pittsburgh with TJ Watt. And then the Cowboys with Parsons were able to get pressure I don't know if the Jets are going to be able to get pressure against that offensive line that is clearly taking a little a little while to to gel and whatnot. They look awful. Burrow got taken down seven times, I believe, against the Steelers, six times against the Cowboys. Those are just sacks. Those aren't even just quarterback hits. I mean, he is getting beat up over there. It seems like he's got no time to throw. It does not look like a good team right now. See, I disagree with that. I I think the issue this year has been I think he holds on to the ball forever. He I think he he's it's maybe a little bit similar to kind of the Mahomes issue last year, which is taking what the defense gives you. He 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 holds onto the ball forever. 
Um, personally, I, I think that's thing trying to do too much. And um, I, I do agree with you. And that Jets D line though has been very disappointing so far though. It's the only issue. Yes. That yeah. Carl Lawson hasn't, I mean, they did, they did nothing against the Browns. Um, uh, I think they had two pressures, which is kind of crazy, but yeah. So we'll see. I mean, this is the get right game, right? Mm -hmm. If there is one, they, they need to do more, but thankfully the secondary is holding up to a certain degree. The safeties are awful. Um, Joyner and, um, Whitehead were ranked 75 and 77th in one of the PFF's safety rankings out of 77 safeties. So they had the last one and the third to the last one in one of the safety categories. And uh, hopefully, hopefully Joyner and Saul's get on the same page because that's two straight weeks where a little bit of miscommunication there ended up in a TV uh, TD, but yeah, the Jets are gonna. If the Jets can't get pressure, I uh, it's gonna be a long day at the office, right? I mean, you let Jamar Chase, T. Higgins just run free, and 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 Joe Burrow sit back there and kind of pick you apart. It's gonna be a long day. So if they get pressure, I, I like the Jets to to cover that five. If they can't, then I don't think there's a chance. So I have a play here, and let's talk through it and figure out the, one of two plays. I think. And I don't think it's a nationwide thing, but at least New York media, the hype that the Jets corners are getting is very laughable to me. Um, I like sauce, but we know rookie rookie corners, it take it, you don't just come into the league and shut down receivers. It, it's just not a thing. Week one, they went up against a very, very, very weak passing offense. Always has been. Um, they have one legit receiver in Rashad Bateman, who, you know, the jury, you could say, is still out on how good he is. But, uh, you know, they did they did decent enough, the, the DBs. And then last week, you're going up against Jacoby Brissett in Cleveland, and Cooper cooked the entire game with Brissett. I yeah, think but it wasn't like on it, – it technically wasn't on Sauce or, or DJ Reed. Like whatever, whatever you want to say was on the secondary as a whole got torched by Amari Cooper. Yes. And I think 99 out of a hundred times the Browns win by seven and we're sitting here being like this Jets team fucking sucks. I, I am not buying that win whatsoever. Agreed. And I think the secondary gets torched this week. Now with that said, the Jets should be able to move the ball. Yes. Um, hopefully, the end of last game kind of showed, you know, Garrett Wilson hopefully never splits time again with Braxton Berrios, and he gets more involved. Elijah Moore should start picking up once, um, you know, teams have to focus on these other guys. That, that That's who I like this week is Elijah Moore, because I think, obviously, with Garrett Wilson's coming out party, I mean, Elijah Moore is very good. Like, he was right. open half the time, too, so, uh, yeah. If the if the Jets do the smart thing, so I'm between a a Cincy team total over, which would be at 25. However, the game the full game over 45, right? I'm I'm split between the two. That's and what it's I would really just a, Which one? The the, the total, full game. The full game. Yep. Jet. I mean, I know I know that what, the Jets scored 31 last week, and 14 of it was in the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. 
they I think they punted like twice though. I mean they were Conklin had a a catch overturn on the first drive. They should have been inside the 40. It was a weird call by the refs. Um you're right though. I mean I, it's not like the Jets defense is uh the 85 Bears right now or anything no. close to resembling that. The, the the only thing I would say is like we know with that Shanahan offense that that LaFleur is coming from, they want to run the ball. They really haven't been able to run the ball because they've been behind by a, a touchdown or or so, like early on in games. Like you haven't really seen Brees Hall and Michael Carter like really run the ball. In the small sample sizes that they've had, they've ran it really well. So I guess we'll see if they get ahead. Like it would be interesting to see if they just really pound the rock. Right, right. I could see Cincy, you know, based on the start of their season, also just feeding Mixon a ton. So that kind of scares me a little bit with the over. Well, yeah, um, and you saw what Chubb and I mean, I I, I know Hunt and Chubb are spectacular, right. and that that run offense in Cleveland is great, but the Jets defense, run defense for that matter. Um, I know they let up sixty three to the the Ravens week one, but by no means is that a finished product there. <laughs> I'll take the full game over. Give me the over forty five. I, I was at 40, opened at 43. I would have loved to have gotten that. That would have been a good number. Because 45 is a little bit tricky. It'll, it definitely leaves the door open for some heartbreak there. But I'll take the over 45. I'll ride that. And, um, you know, I think since he gets right, and the Jets should be able to move the ball, man. The pieces are there. Um, I can't wait to see how they fuck this all up. But, you know, let's do it. Let's do it. And let's move on to Carolina. Ugly game here. Carolina's hosting New uh, New Orleans. Uh, Winston, what has he got? Cracked ribs or some shit? Uh, no, no, he no. He's got four broken vertebrae in his back. Four broken vertebrae in his back. Um, we, Saints are laying three, but a total of 40 and a half. What do you have here, if anything? I am taking the bait here, if you will. I, I like the under, man. I, I I don't like either of these teams' offenses. I I like the Saints' defense. I think Carolina's defense is is is, I guess you'd say above average to a certain extent. I this this has an ugly game written all over it, doesn't it? I mean, the Saints scored ten against Tampa. Really, I mean, was, that touching on Mike Thomas was pretty much in garbage time. Um, Carolina scored. 16 against the Giants. I these two teams just offensively. Baker looks awful. Matt rules one in 24 when his team doesn't score 17 points. Which is just I, I don't even know how you get that stat. That's insane. I, I think this is going under here. I, I don't like either of these. I don't like either offense. And as long as James doesn't throw one or two pick sixes, I think I think the under comes in. I'm leaning uh Carolina getting three. Uh, strongly lean for now. I'm not going to put it in just yet, but I'm, I'm leaning that way. I think uh, catching three at home, this is kind of this game should be more of a pick 'em in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, both gross teams. I think Carolina. You know, Matt Rule at this point, you got to be it's you got to be pulling out every stop in the book. Um, you know, I, I get they want to run the ball, but you know what? It, it wasn't working last week, and they they could not sustain anything on offense. Uh, DJ Moore is a great receiver. 
uh, you know, Baker should be able to do enough. And that New Orleans defense, though, it's no joke to your point with the under. Uh, but Carolina's defense should be able to hold New Orleans intact. Great. Right? Kamara's not playing. So, um, he might, but if he does, it's with a pad and in a couple uh, quarter zone shots. I, I, he's got the same injury to Rip College as, as Herbert. I can't see him being very effective. Right. So we'll leave Carolina getting a three there, but uh, nothing yet. I'm leaning hard. Be on the lookout for that card later. And we ugly game, move ugly game. On. We will move on. Uh, I would look at DJ Moore under props. Also, he's been very disappointing so far. It looks like Baker just cannot. Baker can't support receivers no. at all. No, it looks awful. wild. And uh, well, Lattimore wasn't suspended. Just Evans was correct. Correct. So um, he should be locking him down. You would think. Yep. But I digress. If Moore hadn't gone under in the first two weeks, pretty easily, I feel like that number is going to be so low that prop. So it's probably a no play. But um, yeah, I mean Baker went. So he went um, 16 for 27 for 235 against the Browns. And I think 60 of that was that blown coverage to Robbie Anderson. And then right. last week against the Giants, 14 for 29 for 145. I mean, that's just that's not what you're right. looking for there. No, not at all. Uh, moving on, we got Minnesota hosting Detroit, uh, the America's darling Detroit. Uh, Minnesota is laying six, total of 52 and a half. Is this a spot where we talk about one o'clock Kirk Cousins? Yes. Coming out, whole world is high on Detroit right now. The issue is that Detroit offense against that Minnesota D, six is a lot of points. Um, I'm thinking maybe lay the six with Minnesota or or team total and just avoid that backdoor. But what do you think? I don't hate where your head's at. I'm going to just say my pick right now, I'm taking over 52 and a half for the game. I am just going to take Detroit overs until they don't hit. So if it's if it's this week, it's this week. I'm fine with that. They just they're second in the league in scoring right now. They're averaging 30, 35 and a half a game. The defense is not good. I think they're letting up. Let me see if I can get it here. Uh, but, 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 but they are letting up. Thirty, thirty something a game. I I know Minnesota just had a clunker against the Eagles, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna ride this this Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift. I'm on Ross St. Brown train till uh till we get off it. I mean, they seem to either go up a shit ton in a game so far, or go down a shit ton in a game, and it's just these covered three shells that everyone just moves up and down the field on. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to take the over here. I think I, I would lean the Vikings as well. I think, I think after what happened on Monday night, um, they're getting a little, a little less love. And I think Kirk Cousins at one o'clock at home is never anything to, to sniff at. And I think, uh, I I don't think Detroit can cover uh, Justin Jefferson. Right. Yeah. I was thinking Jefferson bounce back props. Uh, leaning Minnesota or, or maybe the team total over, what would the team total be at with a six-point spread? 20, it might be 30, 30, no, 29, 23. It'd be 29, 29 and a half. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a lot 30. Of that's a lot. It's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. 
And Dalvin Cook has missed the last three games against Detroit. But the game before that, he went for 206 and two touchdowns. So I'm going to keep in mind. Okay. Hates playing his right. lines. But yeah, I lean over with you. 52 and a half is tough. It's, it's, 52 is that key number. It is that key number. It's just, I, uh, this is one of those bets. Throw out the stats, throw out everything, even though I just gave you a few stats. To, I wasn't looking at those stats when I put this bet in. This is just Detroit. And until they show me that they can't hit an over, I'm going to keep betting them. Fair enough. Fair enough. Indy hosting Kansas City. Uh, Jesus. It's hard to look as bad as Indy has so far. And they are catching five and a half points at home with a total of 50 and a half. Uh, my predict- preseason prediction with KC not skipping a beat without Hill seems to be okay so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Mahomes MVP, okay so far, if it wasn't for uh, Mr. Josh Allen. But anyways, uh, I'll start on this one. I feel like we should take Indy. Oh, Very similar situation to that Buffalo spot. So, and here's my question, though, right? Buffalo is laying six at Miami. Kansas City laying five and a half at Indy. This line, though, feels short based on that Bills line, no? 100% agree. So, maybe... hundred. The, the Colts just got shut out by the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Maybe that's what they want us to think. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> oh, I'm slamming the Colts, bro. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the bet? So 67% of bets are on the Chiefs. That's not a surprise. Surprise not surprise it's not uh higher. Um, so you're going Colts. You you went okay, so went from Colts to Chiefs to Colts, huh? <sighs> How's that Kansas City D look? I haven't seen um Either of their games. Um, let's see. How are they looking? Can like the Colts Who's just they run play? it so down? They played the Arizona. Arizona sucks. What the fuck's going on with the Colts? Why are they not just running the ball? They tried. It's just not working. Mm. Um. So Kansas City so far. Defensively, they're averaging twenty-two and a half. I mean, Herbert kind of ran through them, but. Made a couple costly mistakes. And then they played Arizona. I mean, I don't think Arizona's that good. So Chiefs should have lost that game also, right? It was against a pick the Chargers. The goal line. Yes. yes. Yeah. Everett wanted to come out because he was fucking gassed because he had the last two catches. They wanted to run a hurry up. And then Herbert threw it to him for some reason. Mm-hmm. He didn't even go for the ball. Like, yeah, it was bad. But yeah. Okay. All right, I got nothing. You are are you riding? Colts? Oh, I'm, I'm riding the Colts. I'm making this the lock of the week here. Wow, I don't get this line at all. I'm making this the lock of the week. Call me crazy. That turf is that turf is fast in there, brother. That turf is fast. Valdez, Scantlin, Hardman, Sky Moore. This line makes no sense to me, and it is just Pittman makes me. Out? It just makes me think. Um, I don't care. Up, right. I, something's, I, up. something's up, bro. Something's definitely oh. uh they're back in practice, so uh Pittman uh Okay. Should be good. Something's up. 
I don't, I don't, I don't like it at all. Coming off a shout out to the Jaguars, you're, you're uh, I know you're home, but I mean, you're only, and, and the, the Chiefs have three extra days. Andy Reid off a, a mini buy, if you will, because they play on Thursday night against the Chargers. I don't get it at all. So I'm making this, this is the lock. This is the lock of the week for CMAC. It is the Colts plus five and a half at home against the Chiefs. All right. Give me, I'm a Chiefs guy this year. Uh, I will be on their team total over. Uh, it's looking like it's open up 27 and a half ish. Um, that turf is fast. That turf is fast in Indy in the dome. Very uh, fast. No win. You know, I agree that maybe Indy can do enough offensively to cover. But give me the Chiefs to score. I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride that. Okay. Oh, is another down. one next? Yeah, we got Tennessee hosting Vegas. As you write that down there, uh, Tennessee is catching two at this point. Uh, lines are moving up for Vegas. Total of 45 and a half. Uh, I'll let you take this one, man. I want no part of this. Uh, I don't want any part of this either. I just want to take this time to say how disappointed I am in in, in the Raiders and Derek Carr and McDaniel's. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Waller, just the whole the whole team there. Last week, um, I had a parlay. I just needed them to cover the spread. They were up 23 nothing, I think, at half, whatever it was. Just just finish the game off. I don't know why we're going this 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 shell, just letting Kyler Murray run all over the place. It's just an embarrassing effort. You're 0-2 now. The Jets are 1-1. One one. I mean, it's just anytime you have the, the, the Jets have more wins than you, it's just really sad. Especially when you when you sign the best receiver in the league, so not happy with you guys, but I got nothing on this game. I wouldn't be surprised. Devontae Adams is after a very slow start. They're clearly trying to figure things out. I I absolutely loved the fact that people thought that like because they played in college what seven years ago that they, it was going to be like they never missed a beat. As if uh, playing at Fresno is anything similar to the NFL. <laughs> so I think that we're working out the kinks here. I'm going to be looking for Adams over reception props. I think um, they get some easy, easy catches to him in space this week, uh, trying to get the ball in his hands more. They give him all that money. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I would think it opens up around, I would say probably six, five and a half, six and a half. Um, I, I think, I think he goes over that this week. So yeah, I mean, um, he had, be on the lookout for that. Against the Chargers week one, he had 17 targets, caught 10 of them, 141 touchdown. But then okay. last week Maybe. he uh, seven targets, two receptions, twelve yards, touchdown. So yeah, that's a that's okay, so a I, yeah, I, I that's might a have big. I might have just looked at uh, I might have just looked at the game box uh, the box score from last week. I, I don't know the how you have the one yeah, you get two catches for him. So against especially against that Arizona defense, but <laughs> that's your part. How many targets? And they didn't have that ball seven. in the fourth quarter at all. So he's got twenty four. Okay. He's got twenty four targets through two games. We're going over. We're going over there. Uh, I, it can't be higher. They, they can't like Jefferson on prime time was seven and a half. Adams won't be that. He's got to be six and a half. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, especially that last week. I would agree. Yeah. Give me that over. Yep. Um, okay. Ba, 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 ba. Where are we here? And also I'm looking at the weather. It looks 72 and humid. Sounds like Fresno weather. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Uh, Carson Wentz revenge game. Washington hosting the red hot. Philadelphia Eagles. Total is 47 and a half. Eagles are laying six and a half. I'll Do you start. a player? I'll start. No, 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 no. I got nothing here. Uh, 
this commander's team is, is, is very hard to read. I was on them last week. They got a going second half and really were moving the ball, but then that defense is just nowhere to be found. It's, it's, they're one of those teams that's just very hard for me to get a read on right now. Um, I feel like they can be a little spicy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to think they can be a little feisty, spicy, but, you know, Philly just looks very, very solid right now. On, on you know, is Wentz going to try to do too much? I mean, he does every game. Why would he not try now against his former team? That does not bode well for them. However, once again, six and a half on the road is a lot of points. Vision I uh, short week for Philly. I kind of like the under 47 and a half. Um, Philly's a run oriented team for the most part, right? I mean, they absolutely they can throw it now, they're showing, but you know, on the road, I, I could see them really trying to rely on the run game there and maybe Ron Rivera at this point. I, you know what? I don't even like that. Just cut that thought off. I, I'm just, I'm reaching here. I got nothing. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't know much either. I actually lean over. I don't think Washington's defense is very good. I mean, the Eagles defense what up? What did they let up? Twenty nine of the Detroit week one. It's not like we forgot about that. But yeah, I, I'm actually excited to watch this game. I, mm. I I would lean the over and I would lean Washington. Short week for Philly on the road in in Washington. I think Carson Wentz has enough, and he's going to be pissed, I think, against his former team. So um, I think it should be pretty high scoring. They got to get Terry McLaurin involved a little bit. I think he had two targets last game again. I, I know Dotson's a stu- – like, Dotson looks great, but mm-hmm. I, I think we got to get our best receiver involved a little bit. But, yeah, no, I'm Curtis excited Samuel. to watch this game, though. Yeah, Curtis Samuel's great, too. All righty, all righty. So moving on, Houston visiting Chicago. Chicago's lying two and a half with a total of 40. I want you to start here with this one. All right, I got another under here. I'm not going to overthink it here. I got another under, under 40. I can't can't see these two teams scoring. I I just can't. I mean, uh, Justin Fields was seven for 11 against the Packers for 70 yards, and they were down by, like, two scores the entire game. I, I don't get it. I don't get that. I know they were having a little success running the ball. I think Montgomery had over 100 yards, but, I mean, how are you not throwing the ball down that much? Uh, Houston's defense actually looks a lot better than I thought it would, but their offense looks awful. They're, Davis Mills is not he, – he's not. I don't think he's capable of taking shots down the field. It's a lot of run and, and short passes. I, I see this going under. I mean, I these two teams, I mean, Chicago's averaging 14 and a half. Houston's averaging 14 and a half. 29 points right there they're averaging. I, I can't see this going over, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the under here. Um, Chicago also coming off that quote-unquote emotional game against the Packers every year, so a little bit of a letdown. I think – I also think Fields is going to have a very short leash with – with the Chicago fans with his, his quote, his quote on uh, Monday. I don't think that did not go over well with, with, with some of them and this game being home again. It's it, Yeah. I think it's going to, things going to have a short leash and he's going to feel the pressure. Fair enough. I actually leaned over uh, originally when I checked this, it was under 40. It, 
I just, I, I, I mean, I, you, I, co- coaches are so weird, man. They're such a different breed in the NFL that, like, a, a normal person like me or you would, if you're, you know, calling plays for the Chicago team, it's like if you're ever going to open things up, you know, Houston playing Houston at home, go win this game. Uh, and if you're Houston, you should have a, same, a similar thought process of like we could beat these guys. These teams are not going to be playing many games like this where both feel like they can win. I have I just have one of those feelings that they both gonna they're gonna go for it. They're gonna air it out. Let's see what these young bucks can do against each other. Um, however, I am, you know, for the reasons you mentioned, I'm I'm not gonna get involved right now. I would probably once again, anytime you have a home team in an evenly matched game laying less than a field goal, it's so intriguing. But I'm not betting on Chicago. I don't know if I will at all this year. You can't. (laughs) I I start last year, going into last year, I I said on this podcast, I'm done betting on bad teams. And um, it's been working. So why start now? Love it. We will move on. Chargers, onto the four o'clock slate. Chargers hosting Jacksonville. Chargers are laying seven, total of 47 and a half. And I think really the story here is Herbert and, uh, you know, how limited he's going to be how effective he's going to be. Um, I can't get involved not knowing that. And once again, Jacksonville is similar to Washington um, in that kind of team. I don't know exactly what they are yet. Mm-hmm. They really should have, or not should have, but they could have beat uh, Washington week one. Yep. And then they obviously had a good showing against uh, Indy. I like Peterson. Uh, Lawrence, I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of Kirk. Uh, at the end, uh, James Robinson is just, I mean, no matter what happens to that guy, you know, he just continues to, uh, you know, put up the numbers. So seven seems steep with an injured Herbert. Yes. Agreed. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't just, just a couple quick things to say that throw Herbert made with his mm, rib broken. Yep. Yep, that 40 yep. yard fucking dime on fourth down was one of the most incredible throws I've ever seen. I'd like to apologize yeah. also to uh, Christian Kirk for what I said on the previews. He looks very good. He does. And maybe he's I, not overpaid. He looks very good. So I like do apologize for that. I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast, but there was like a list of top, like the rankings of the quarterbacks by ESPN before the year. They had Burrow top five. And ahead of Herbert, which was just a joke. I, I I don't know if we talked about it on here. I was appalled by that. Um, don't do that. Just don't do that. Um, hopefully Herbert stays healthy because he is probably the most. He's probably. I think he's more fun to watch than Josh Allen. To be totally honest with you, I'm not saying he's better, but more fun. And I do think that there's a lot more he can do. I think the play calling still is not great, like we talked about in the previews. Uh, it's still it's still they're making him play with a hand tied behind his back, and you don't have to. Let the boy air it out. Yep. Tampa Bay, Green Bay. My game of the week, personally. Brady Rogers, Tampa Bay is hosting, laying one and a half, total of 42. Mike Evans is appealing his suspension. I don't know what's no, going was, on with it that. it was denied. It was denied. It so was suspended. I mean, I think I love Green Bay here, or is that square? Um, so I have a couple stats for you okay. about Aaron Rodgers in Florida, okay. if I can find them. Okay. Um, also, breaking news, 
we might have honey honey that covered the spread at the uh, Jets Bills game again in November. <laughs> okay. Johnson just says family's buying tickets again, so <laughs> we might be going there. All right, um, all right. The, November sixth, one o'clock game. Bills probably gonna put forty again. Um, I can't find it. Anyway, it was um Rogers. Rogers is zero and two in his last Florida games. He has thrown like ten percent of his passes or interceptions in Florida, where in other states it's like point two. I think he's lost his last three against Brady. That being said, I don't have a player. <laughs> I actually think it's going to be a pretty low scoring game. I would lean the Packers, um, especially with Mike Evans out. I don't. I, I don't have a player though. I will. I. I'm going to be on Green Bay. I'm. Gonna, you know what? I said pre. I, what was my Super Bowl prediction? Uh, Packers Chiefs. I'm going to. You got to win this game. This is kind of I'll plant my flag in this. I'm planting my flag with the Chiefs this week. I'll do it again with the with Green Bay. You're on the road, but dude, you, you got to win this game with no Evans. That offense, that no Godwin, no Evans. Uh, obviously, there's no Gronk anymore. Uh, the offense did not look good against New Orleans, and I know that New Orleans always gives them fits, so maybe it's a little bit of a reaction. But give me the plus money on the money line here at Green Bay. I it feels square to me, but. God, that Green Bay receiving core is so bad. Watson just can't figure it out, huh? No. no. I'll ride it. I mean, you know, if full teams are going to try to run the ball, maybe also the unders do some. Oh, my God. It's at – I say it was at 42. 42. Okay. Who's going to run it better, I guess, is, is the name of the game here. Um, woof. Yeah. All right. You know what? Don't don't lock that in yet. I'm sorry. Pull Ray that one back. Ready, uh, Okay, I'm in. I'll delete it. Uh, that's that's one. Let me let me uh, sleep on that one. All right. That enough. that total is is gross, but it's it's rightfully so low. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay. I was tracking on my phone on the plane. They 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 couldn't do anything. No, it looked awful. It looked awful. So offensively. Okay. All right. We got. One, two, three, four more games here. Uh, Atlanta at Seattle. Seattle is laying two. Mariota looks pretty good. Yeah. Total of 42 here. What do you got? I, I don't know much here. Drake London looks really good, actually. Um, see if they get Pitts involved. Or as Smith said, it's not fantasy football. They're trying to win games. They're 0-2. Not really sure. Well, the, uh, the line of reasoning there. But, yeah, we'll see if he gets involved. But I, I got nothing here. It's... It's a weird game. Atlanta might be this year's Lions from last year. Yeah, just cover everything. Yeah, just super feisty. I mean, they play hard. And, you know, it's I'm leaning Atlanta here, dude. I, I don't like what's going on with Seattle. Um, more so the Sherman, Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson thing. It's got to be somewhat of an, a distraction. I know it's like more of like a modern day social media thing, but very strange, all that stuff that's going on. I mean, all those players hate Russell Wilson. Yeah. And their reasoning seems kind of weird to me. It's just pretty much that Pete Carroll like played favorites. Uh, another angle here is Pitts. You got to think at some point they get just force the ball into that guy's hands. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking Pitts props. I'm thinking 
Atlanta and maybe a total team over because that offense has looked way better than we thought so. And yep. uh, I think Mariota playing in the preseason helps him out a lot because he kind of got acclimated with that offense. Yep. Gino so, has uh, covered six straight home games and the unders hit in all six. Yeah, that's fair. The fact that it's in Seattle sucks. Yep. Hard, tough place to play and they always show out. So keep an eye on that one. And we will move on. Arizona, your boys, catch a three and a half here. Total of 48 and a half. Uh, hosting LA. Get right spot for LA, I'm thinking. I think I'm going to lay the three and a half here. What about you? I'm with you. I am, okay. I'm laying the three and a half there. It's, I, don't, uh, I still don't think Arizona is good at all. I think they just got lucky against uh, Vegas. And I don't think the Rams – now the Rams did something similar against Arizona, but I don't think they're going to do it against the Cardinals. Yeah, especially after that beat down in the playoffs last year. You yep. got to think they uh, – McVay has Kingsbury number Kings, – Kingberry, Kingsbury's number. Um, just stop fucking running the ball on every first, second down, yep. McVay. I, yep. I'm so sick of watching him play call. And did you see the mic'd up in the Super Bowl? I might have talked about this already, but in the th- middle of third quarter, after being stuffed on first down on 12 fucking times, he goes – he I guess he communicates whatever his coordinator, whatever he's got up top. He was like, I'm not running it anymore. So, yeah, no shit, dude. We've been asked you to stop that for, you know, how long now? Uh, come out, throw the ball, use Allen Robinson, use Cooper Cup. Stop using Acres. He sucks. He's, and, yeah. you know, you'll be fine, dude. It, yep. It's fucking frustrating. But, um, okay, let's. so we're both on uh, L.A. there. Yep. And then moving on to Sunday night, we got Denver hosting San Fran. San Fran, Jimmy G., I feel bad for Trey Lance, but Jimmy G should be just fine for the team. And uh, they're laying one and a half on the road. Denver looks horrible. Nate Hackett sucks. They brought him in simply to try to get Rodgers there. It didn't work. And now they're stuck with this fucking guy. Found out today that he had a dad who was a miserable play caller also. And so the the, the family tree is not great. Uh, total of 44, what do you got here? Uh, I, I don't have much. I, I don't have a side. Um I think the Niners are better off with Jimmy G right now in the mm-hmm. short term. I just don't you, – you would think with the amount of talent, I think Judy's going to be out still. Um, I think he's at an AC joint injury, but with the amount of talent Denver has, it's going to click eventually, you would think. Is it this week? Maybe, maybe not. I, I, I just don't have a side here or a total for that matter. Yeah, I would. I would obviously. I think everyone leans San Fran at this point. But uh, what I just say about that altitude, brother? Oh no, sir, you won't find me, Ben. Anyone, sure. Uh, so, um, I will uh, pass on that game, and it will bring us to Monday Night Football. The tale is all this time here, and I don't mind it. It's a different look for each team right now between Cooper it. Rush under center and uh, Dable. Uh, you know, running running the show over there. Giants are laying a single point. Leonard Williams is out, which is very big. He plays a crucial part of that defense. And uh, I would expect to see a lot of Zeke, total of 39. What do you got? I like the Cowboys. I don't know if I'm going to take them yet. That is the way I'm leaning. I'm still not impressed with the Giants. They, yeah, they've won two games just really defensively and then just that kind of ballsy call by by Dable in Tennessee, but as we saw, Tennessee's probably not as good as we think. Carolina's obviously not that good. I think the Cowboys' defense is going to do pretty well against 
against the Giants and, and Danny Jones and Saquon. So I'm going to lean the Cowboys here. It looked like Cooper Rush actually looked pretty good. Looks like he knew the offense. Wasn't trying to force feed CeeDee Lamb. He was getting Noah Brown involved. I, I like the Cowboys here. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty low scoring. That this total under forty kind of scares me a little bit, but uh, I like the Cowboys here. That's fair. I, I'm going to stay away. I, I lean Cowboys as well. I just, yeah, know how much of that is a little bit of an overreaction to last week beating the Bengals. Uh, it feels like a weird spot to just jump back on them. So I'm going to stay away, but I lean, lean Cowboys. Uh, definitely will have a bet on this personally by the time Monday night rolls around. Yep. But, um, you know, for now, I'll stay off of it. I think Dalton Schultz is out too, though. So that mm-hmm. I'm pretty that, sure he uh, is as well. That could be something. But you're right. Leonard Williams is a huge miss for the Giants. He's, been, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's good, man. He's good. Yeah. He somehow he developed immensely after he left the Jets. It's weird, right? <laughs> weird how that works. And how's Quentin Williams been? Well, we have a minute here. Uh, he had a very good, he was the, I think he was the highest rated defensive tackle week one PFF, but I don't think he did much week two. Okay. I'll take um, it. Yeah. So I don't think any of them did really did. Brissett was getting the ball out quick. Everybody was pretty much open. They were just kind of running that throw it five yards and let everybody just run. It seems right. Every team has success about the jets. So, so yeah. So I guess we'll also see. we didn't discuss, uh, the fact that we got bounced from Survivor Week One with San Fran, but anyways, wrap it up. It's all good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in there. We're, we're gonna try to not miss another week. Um, but uh, tweeting well, out, Instagram and out. Picks. Yeah, we'll tweet it out, Instagram it out. Uh, follow the page, and uh, thanks for hanging with us. Let's go.